Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top Game League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, full house tonight we've got Andy Corbs, Pat in the house for the first TLT of the year, Andy my man, yeah, what are you feeling man right now? Oh look, a little of a bit of t- uh, team changes, I was actually refreshing at 3 o'clock to watch the Warriors one come out, <laughs> and I was refreshing for about a good 10 minutes saying it's coming out soon, it's coming out soon, and I had to go for a run just to clean my head, otherwise it's just been there on my phone just pressing refresh around an hour until the 4 o'clock one came out, but <laughs> no, nah, I went for the run and I sort of sat down in the middle of a park, Olympic Park, and just watched all of the news come out, it was lovely, had a nice afternoon. I like it, now ladies and gentlemen, all we're going to do, we're going to have a little bit of a wish, seeing as it is Christmas Day, we're going to have a wish for 2023 to kick things off, well, Andy, when he kicks off? I wish... That my risky pick uh, in Tommy Turbo has an uninjured season this this uh, this round, and he, I, f- I really want him to score an eighty average fantasy uh, from what, a couple of years ago, and that's my wish. I feel like that. Oh, yeah, that's my wish. I feel Who like his six percent ownership, though, guys. Thank you, and he plays himself out of everyone else's uh, team. I'll leave your thoughts <laughs> in the comments, ladies and gentlemen, watching live on Facebook. I think that's yeah. I would love to back that as well. I've got the balls. <laughs> now, all the way from Newcastle, we've got our main man, Corby, in the house. How are you, Corbs? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Doing really, really good, mate. Now, Christmas wish for 2023, apart from the Dragons to actually win one game. What is it, mate? Uh, my, my, my wish is to come to a conclusion and pick my team before kickoff <laughs> on Thursday night. <laughs> because I've, uh, I've shuffled it around. I've had a quick look. It was a busy afternoon, not just with team list dropping, but uh, just a few other things. And yeah, I've added a couple of blokes in and punted a couple that were pretty easy ones. But then, yeah, there's so much selection now. And just those those mid-range edges, there's such good value. We're going to really hit gold with some or we're going to really strike out. Yeah, I think so as well. Now, Patty, Patty joins us. Now, Pat's had a huge day at work, but he's still here. Now, what is your wish apart from Ponga being your love? Oh, mate, it is Ponga. I honestly just want him to play 20-plus games this year. Like, seriously. That's a big I, ask for Ponga. I know. That's well, and that's it. Ask. You know, I think... Rub that genie. Man, <laughs> rub that limp, man. I need that wish, seriously. Like, I just... I hope that he doesn't cop a head knock and, like, you know, gets to sit out the rest of the season, both for his own sake and for the Knights. Like, we need him, we need him fit. So, yeah, my wish is that he plays 20-plus games. Is that in your team? Is that, with that as well? Or is he in or is he out? What's... He may be currently in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was... Greedy boys, I had two wishes. The first one, Dragon Spoon. Oh, that's a good <laughs> wish. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, that's a wish, jeez. That's harsh. Because you're our neighbours and I just don't like you that much. So I would love to see the Dragons win the Spoon in the same year Sharks win the comp. Oh, be geez. fantastic. The, the one to seven. Yeah, sorry about the Dragons fans out there, but I do like you. And the other one was Heinz Baby Cows to recover in time for him to make a play for us in fantasy. But won't be this week, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, it t- look, very good wishes from all, all around of us. Yeah, Lovely. mine was a little bit mean, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> now, let's go to Patty with all the TLT news. A few surprises here and there, Patty. What do you got? Yeah, a few surprises. So, uh, 
big big TLT, but I'll try and uh, make it nice and concise with a couple of narratives weaving woven throughout. So, season starts, kicks off, Eel Storm. Now, with the amount of injury clouds and chatter around the Eels, they've actually surprisingly pulled up a pretty full strength lineup. So, Sevo returns from his ACL. Blake has the healing factor of Wolverine, and he's recovered from his broken arm to take left center. Simonson also returns from his shoulder reconstruction. Just a little note as well: Sean Russell is suspended for round one, so he was a, a little bit popular for, for a while there, but he may not have made the squad anyway. Uh, Matt Dory's good to go after a square, scare during the trials, and the Cardi Party has been named to replace Sean Lane as he recovers from a broken jaw. Um, and for me, the key was on the bench with no hooker cover, so there is potential that Josh Hodgson might be playing 80, and uh, Hopgood is named at lock as expected, so look for him to get that dual position update. For the Storm, I mean, they're a completely different looking outfit with with injuries and key departures over the offseason. Meany's taking the fullback spot with Pappenhausen out, uh, excite, which leaves the room for exciting bargain basement price Warbrick to take his place on the wing with young tournament PR in the centres for the injured Justin Olam. Uh, popular cheapies Leoro and Katoa are both named to start on the edges with Josh King rounding out at lock. Sims is also still sidelined with an injury, uh, with an injury, so it would be interesting to see how he lines up when he comes back. Moving to Friday, the Warriors night. So the Warriors line up pretty much as expected based on their trial teams. Uh, Willie Army lines up at centre after his brief stint at rugby, and Jackson Ford has been named to start on an edge uh, with Curran off the bench. Popular cheapies, uh, Martin and Nicole Kluxar have both been named to start. Uh, and for those who have been interested in Egan, I've seen a bit of chatter around him. Uh, there's no recognised backup hooker on the bench. So there's also potential value in him if he's playing Shooter's 80. a happy man. Shooter is a happy man. <laughs> uh, for the Knights, very similar team to how they looked in the second trial, but they do have two key ins and two key outs. So Marju and Gagai are missing. Gagai's got a noted hamstring complaint that he picked up in the last trial where... Marju, I'm just assuming he's picked up a niggle. I haven't seen anything come out, but I'm, I am quite surprised that he didn't get named. And they're being replaced by Tawala and Hunt with Adam Elliott also joining the bench and Hetherington joining the bench and Mann is starting at lock. So Elliott is now in a void, um, but I expect this makeup to change. So we might be able to look at Elliott in a few weeks' time after he loses a bit of cash. Second game on Friday, we've got Panthers-Broncos. So the key call-outs here, uh, Sonny Taruva is starting on the wing in the place of Taylor May, uh, who's out for the year with an ACL. Mitch Kenny starts at hooker, who's taking over for the departed Appy Coruscant. But Sonny Luke is also named on the bench, so they'll be sharing that hooking role. Luke Gardner has one out for the second row spot that was vacated by kickout, and Hosking's not even in the 17. For the Broncos, they line up pretty much as expe- as expected, but you've got Reese Walsh, who has succumbed to that facial injury, uh, which sees Cobbo move to fullback. Jesse Arthur's lining up the wing. And Billy Walters is starting at nine with Pakes on the bench in a race that no one really cared about and had no fantasy relevance. So we move to Saturday, Manly v Bulldogs. Turbo is back on deck. Cooper Johns gets his shot at 5'8", with Schuster managing a calf issue. Jerbo's now at prop, with Sean Kepi named at lock which I find very interesting, and that's um, Seabold probably trying to work an angle there. And future gun Keiko Weeks has been named in the 14 as a utility. Um, also to know that Tualangi does indeed line up on left edge. For the Dogs, I mean, they've actually been dealt some major blows to their forwards uh, in the past few weeks, with only today uh, Gus Gould actually confirming that his ankle injury picked up at training today looks to see him sideline for at least six months. So... 
with that, TPJ is also out injured. So we've got opportunities for Ryan Sutton, who's Ryan Sutton, who's starting at prop, and Farmanu uh, Brown is lining up at lock, which I found very left of field. Um, we also see debutants in Tanner and Preston getting a call up on the bench, and Franklin Pele from the Sharks is also joining the bench for Cowboys and Raiders. Uh, for the Cowboys, I mean, they've pretty much got the exact same starting 13 as last year. The only difference is Colin Hess is going to be starting on an edge with Leilua under the no-fault stand-down and Hilum Luki recovering from his ACL. Uh, and, but if we take a, if we turn our eyes to the Raiders, so they've got a few injuries already. Uh, Chris has been named at fullback while Sa- Savage recovers from his broken jaw. We should see him pick up a really handy jaw. Harley Smith-Shield is taking his place in the centres. Now, this shocked me because I had no idea that there was an injury going around with um, Papali'i, but Solo got gets a call up at prop, which was also surprising seeing that Gula got talked up in the preseason, so I didn't see that coming at all. Um, another thing to note as well is Papali'i is out with a calf complaint. It just seems like calves are a very common injury during this off-season. Um, but what we do see is Corey Harrower and I are winning the vacant lock position left by Adam Elliott, and that should also see him pick up a handy dual position. Uh, Danny Levi is going to be the starting nine with Starling again on the bench. So I'm not too sure what uh, Starling's done wrong to, to poor Ricky. Um, moving on to the Sharks bunnies now. Straight away, the big one for the Sharkies, no Nico Hines. And we don't really know how long he's going to be out for. So they're, they're, they're downplaying it. You know, they're thinking that there could be a week-by-week proposition. So he's definitely an avoid potentially until after the Sharks' first buy. His, his spot is going to be taken by Tricky Trindle. And as predicted by TK, T. Wilton is going to start on an edge with Wade Graham on the bench. So for the Bunnies, we've got a pretty relevant, uh, a pretty standard 13. They don't really have a very relevant bench. Isaac Thompson is starting on the wing while Milne serves his suspension. And as we spoke about in the wing fullback pod and the center pod, I mean, job security for this guy. We don't know if he's going to keep that spot when he returns. Uh, but with some key forwards moving on and missing, I think there's going to be a lot of responsibility falling to Totola, Burgess, and Murray. So expect to see them with increased roles. For Sunday... We've got Dolphins, Roosters. I mean, the Dolphins make their debut. Sorry, guys. I tried to put a joke in here, so excuse me if it's tasteless. The Dolphins make their de- debut in what will be a bigger Dolphin massacre than what occurs in the base of Japan. And a few surprising selections for the Dolphins team with Tessie New to start on the wing. Um, boom, uh, boom rookie Isiaya Katoa is getting the nod over Bennett's second favorite son behind Darius in Milford. Uh, Nichols is also surprisingly relegated to the bench. I know a few of us boys were keen on him, but he is now officially an avoid. Uh, Jared Wallace gets the nod at prop, and uh, Tommy Gilbert is getting the start at lock. For the Roosters, Joey Manu is out, being replaced by Corey Allen. So he makes his move to the center, and his wing spot is taken by Jackson Paulo. Egan Butcher is going to take the edge vacated by Crichton, while his brother Nat holds the other edge, while Tilly still recovers from his ACL. Both options actually present some value. Brandon Smith makes his debut for the Roosters at nine, while Collins and Lodge round off the front row. So for the Tigers and Titans to finish us off on Sunday, we've got Charlie Staines making... Uh, makes the 13 with Kenny Mamalo out after picking up an injury during the trial. Popular cheapy Tommy Talao is named to start in the centres. Key recruit John Bateman is being rested after his delayed visa, meaning he had little time to settle in. Uh, a few photos surfacing as well. He doesn't exactly look match fit. 
His spot's being taken by another popular cheapie in Sean Bloor. Uh, in not, in some not-so-great news for those interested in Appy Coruscant, Jake Simkin has been named on the bench, so how that affects his minutes is uh, yet to be seen. Appy has also not trialled, so he's coming in very raw. Um, another popular option in Stefano gets a start at prop. Um, and looking at the bank up of the bench, may get some decent minutes. Uh, the Titans very much resemble their trial team. The big news here is Aaron Clark has been indeed named on the bench, so he's in a void to start out with. He won't be getting duel anytime soon. Uh, Cam Pereira is also named to start. What will be interesting to see if he keeps his spot when Kelly returns. Whew. Hey, take a break. I think yeah, you need one. Like, Go give yourself a drink. Get, 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 get some waters for the boys. <laughs> All right, we better save this with a bit of humour. Now, Corbs, there's a few, there's a few different... Uh, well, we start with this one. Josh Free wants to know, why is Corby hiding that fresh dome? Take off that hat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Actually, no, nah, this, oh, this sorry, um, light's too I bright. I was down at the park with the boys. A busy, busy afternoon. I'll tell you what, I've, I've done a thousand things, but Free, you know, you know I love getting the dome out. I'm not hiding. <laughs> and we'll do one more before we actually rip in. Joshy Hobbs. <laughs> Andy has definitely fucked me with his Tommy Turbo narrative. I think you might fuck a few people tonight. Yeah, mate. Look, I don't think, no, no, I'm going to fuck everyone. Oh, excuse me. I will stuff everyone who doesn't pick him. <laughs> also, there's another one from Joshy Hobbs that says, uh, TK, can you see what Yeah, I saw that one too. Cole's already rip into a little bit of analysis, mate. At the doggies, bit bit interesting there with Lukey Thompson, unfortunately, getting injured, injured there today. Looking at six months on the sideline, but they've picked Sutton in the starting lineup. New Brown at lock. They've got young Preston on the bench and a few young mids as well, mate. What's your thoughts here? Yeah, the Preston one... I mean, I would like to get him, but there's just a lot of others at the moment. I don't think he's going to get the minutes. I'm hoping that he just maybe floats, makes a little bit of money, but not too much because I can see him, and that that was a talk early in the season, he will eventually work his way into that side and get bigger minutes and a bigger role. But, yeah, the two big ones that you mentioned, and uh, Paddy did when he was going through his essay, (laughs) big big Sutton uh, in the front row. We... There's big raps on him being in the uh, in lock position. Uh, he's priced at 34, so very juicy price. And he actually has a, a history of 41 at lock. And the ball playing, good ball player for a big man, that was probably why a lot of people were thinking maybe he was going to get that 13 roll. Mm. But his best average for fantasy is 54 at prop. So Sutton is actually, there was two I chucked into my team just briefly and quickly today. I was That was... Jackson Ford and uh, Big Sutton. And I think he's got a lot of value there. And especially when that news came through, it was broken by Gould. Six months. That's massive. So I, I don't, the, the other guys that have come in, Pele and um, our mate, the, the, the yo-yo, the up and down. Can't think of him now. <laughs> what are you talking Corey about? Waddell or Corey Waddell. No, there's a young, there's, oh, a, there's a young fellow. Uh, Tavita, 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 Tavita. Come on, <laughs> the biggest roller coaster in fantasy. <laughs> They're not big minute players. I know he's looking. Jesus, boys, They're round one. Paddy's writing stuff. essays. Corby's forgetting players. <laughs> It'll be shorter moving forward, boys. I swear. <laughs> I do actually. I do have a strategy around mids. If you want to hear, no, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, think we can, I think we might be able to hold that one off <laughs> next time. Uh, but then the other guy, I knew Brown, who sort of. Surprised a few of us, but he's actually not in the um, in fantasy just yet. He, he was named in the the top thirty for the doggies a while ago, but uh, not in there yet. His scores aren't that great, uh, even when he was playing last year for um, 
the Tigers. He came back from that injury and it was yeah, touch and go for him. So his scores are around that sort of high 30s. Uh, even in the hooker position, it wasn't that great. I don't think he's going to be – I wouldn't be chasing him if I, once he comes into the game. But Sutton, he's the, the juicy one, even though Brown was the biggest surprise. Yeah, and he up the Cowboys' way, mate. Interesting to see Cohen has start, but no bench cover. Yeah, what's interesting, I suppose the, the danger is, you know, Mitchell Dunn coming back uh, round four mm. and Hill and Lukey. Round four. I don't think... Um, Mate, I saw you put in the group back. chat. You were, you were <laughs> yeah, searching. Well, I was hoping you were, the boys would give me the intel. But yeah, nothing, nothing. It was crickets from them. Hey, thanks, Rocky, <laughs> thanks, Rocky boys. <laughs> no, but it's, it's actually quite exciting because uh, look, look at his stats. Uh, obviously, his best, his best year was in, not, in 2018 where he actually averaged 50 on the edge. And that's with 80 minutes. But I was looking at the, uh, the textbook from the boys because they give me nothing on the chat. Uh, and they were saying... It, he did get found out in defence on the edge, which is the reason why they, they put him into the prop position. Yeah. But uh, he only had one game last year, which was 46 from 61 minutes. So, look, maybe um, they see something. Maybe he sharpened up his defence in a little bit. But uh, 30 in 2019, 40 in 2020. Hold on one second. We just went on mute because someone muted us. I think it was Corby. Yeah. What did Corby just do? Go again, uh, Andy. So, I don't know when we were muted, but we're talking about Hess. Um, Hess on the on the Cowboys side. Look, I don't think you can actually put him in your team straight away. I think he's a three date rule. I think, like you said, one sec, unmute yourself, boys. You just, Corby muted you all. Oh, the other boys. Man. Corby, you're a mute too. Oh, this is the round one stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hey, gonna stay on mute. That's good because the echo. No, you don't have to. Oh, sorry, you you have to stay on mute. Sorry. Sorry about oh, that, ladies and gentlemen. We got absolutely nothing today. We might even be back look, for look round at, two. Look at this, just dropping off. Look at him. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, so basically, yeah, but I'm thinking Hess, he's a, a wait and see. I think, like, like Corb touched on it earlier, there's plenty of um, those mid range edges that just, there's plenty of points there, and it's very hard to sort of decipher which one you want. And obviously, we know, we know Hess, it looks exciting because there's no edge cover there. Um, so there's a possible 80 minutes, but yeah, I'd say maybe just give a, a couple of dates and see what his, um, what his minutes are like. Yeah, I was going to talk about another edge. That's Luke Garner. Now, it's good for him that Zap Hosking is that 18th man, but it's one of those things. I think that combo is just a work in progress with Jerome Luai. No rush, I don't think, to get out, considering some of the lesser we've, we're going to unveil our teams, and I think we've got edges that are probably all better than Garner at the moment in terms of like what we probably can expect round one plus the price. So he's at 478. So he's kind of at that top range of that 400K. I just think that you could probably do a little bit better and just wait, especially given most people are going to go in the direction of Nathan Cleary now. So it's probably not that ideal to be carrying two Panthers with a round two, uh, round three buy, sorry. So I think maybe just give him a miss until maybe after the buy see, let him just kind of settle into the season. But Paddy, you don't want to cover the Knights tonight. You actually want to cover the Eels. Yeah, I thought, um, again, my big surprise was the bench makeup, and I understand that there are some injuries, but I'm very surprised to see there's no hooker cover on the bench, and Hodgson is looking likely to play 80, um, mm. especially seeming that he's rolled out Jacob Arthur like all the way through to the grand final, and now he's dropping him for this year. So, And Arthur has played a bit of hooker and, and filled in in that spot. So, I mean, coming off an ACL, we know that he's got the guns out and he looks nice and fit, but Hodgson is a bit older. I was just really surprised that he he has no cover at all. And, um, Tiga, I know you called out that they are listed amongst the reserves, but I feel like Arthur generally, when he names the team, pretty much rolls with the 17. Like, I don't think he's one for late switches. So I think if Hodgson is getting 
getting a go at 80. Like, he actually does present a bit of value. The Eels have a very favourable buy schedule, so... I definitely don't want to talk myself into him, but it <laughs> I is. I was about yeah. to say that. If you're talking him up, I you've got to take him. I no, I'm not going to talk him up, but again, I just find it a real interesting um, prospect. So with that news and with that makeup, I wouldn't talk people out of it, but I definitely want to talk him into it. Cool. All right, guys, let's move on to team reveals. Let's do this nice and punchy. Should we have one of those like sirens? You know, those king sirens. <laughs> not for my team. <laughs> Eddie, I know that you're very excited because, yeah, you've come up with a pretty quality team. Why don't you... How do you want to do this? Do you want to just read it out or do you want to like just give me your best parts? I can just do a quick little readout. I feel like because they're just... Yeah, just maybe just do yeah. surnames. Do surnames. Yeah, so we Grant and Hooker. I think he's going to be a, a gun. Uh, his first time playing round one. I'm not sure if he's... Actually, you're doing second. this well. Do the name, the, posi- the position name and then a little blurb. Yeah, okay. So keep them all together. So you do your three mids, do your blurb. Yeah, okay. Edges Sweet. blurb. Keep it like that, boys. Uh, so Grant Hooker, uh, I've got Tarpany, Carrigan and Smith currently. Might get replaced with Hopgood. I think I've got two guns in Tarpany and Carrigan and Smith is that cover. He's got the DPP. I've got plenty of mids so I can change in and out. Mm. Uh, in my edges, I've got Hopgood and Ford. So I had Teague Wilson in there, but I, f- I feel like there's just that many edges and cheap edges. I couldn't carry that many edges in my team. Uh, and I feel like there's plenty of value in Hopgood and plenty of value in Ford. Uh, if he gets at 80, even if he gets 60 minutes, he's still going to score well at 340k. Mm-hmm. Uh, my halves, I've got Nathan Cleary and Adam, Dw- Adam Dewey. Uh, yeah, Cleary, it's a obvious. Hines out, so he's the next, next, next man up. Uh, Adam Dewey. Uh, Dewey. So I've got him, I took out Sam Walker because I got some money from Teague Wilton. So that's actually increased my team because I was worried about Sam Walker. I know we, everyone's high on him, but I feel like Adam Dewey is going to be a consistently good scorer. Um, my centers have got Contoni Staggs and Tommy Talau. Uh, Staggs, he's that, there's plenty of value there. I feel like he's come off that season, ACL. He's come, he had a bit of a slow start last year, but he's come good. And I still think there's plenty of value there. And I wanted a good quality center. And I've got Tommy Talau um, in my other center because he's dual I've got cover for the winger fullbacks. Uh, and I feel like he should be okay at the Tigers. He should be fine. Anyway, winger fullbacks here. I've got William... Was it Will? Will, Will, Will Warbrick. Uh, base, basement price. That's the one I'm worried about. Um, Tommy Turbo. I'm actually taking the risk on, on big Tommy T. Uh, he looks great with his uh, head shaves. There's actually a bit of weight reduction there from all the hair. Um, and actually, he's taken on Corbs' look. He's just You've seen Corbs run. Jeez, he's quick, mate. There's no wind drag at all. Uh, and I've got Lockie Miller. So Lockie Miller, I just feel like he's going to be a bit of a uh, fantasy point star. Loves a good crab walk. Um, interchange bench, got Tanner Boyd, Sean Bloor. Kepi, and I've actually got 400k to spend on someone. Not too sure yet because I've got money from. Well, you're um, looking for some advice tonight. Yeah, possibly. We'll see after this show. But uh, yeah, I think Kepi, uh, mate, starting edge, starting on the, in the lock position, break even of 21, 302k. I feel like it's just with that bench, who, the bench, well, we'll talk about him later. But um, yeah, Sean Bloor, I feel like he's starting on the edge. Bateman looked like a soccer player and he doesn't look ready for NRL. So I feel like he, they're underplaying that. And Tanner Boyd, great for hooker half. And my emergencies, Paul Adamotti, Matt Dory, got the starting edge on the right. Um, Tamari Martin might not make it in my team or not, but I've got Isaiah Katoa from the Dolphins. Okay, so you've got 400,000 and you just need one player. Corbs, over to you, my friend. What do you got for me? Uh, righto. I've got Cheese, hooker. Just don't need to say anything. Carrigan, Tarpany and Cotter. They've all been talked about. Hopgood. I've still gone with Garner. I know he had those bad games in the trials, but I think he's still got a bit to offer for the Panthers' side. 
Um, he's still going to have a fair role to play on that left edge, and he's still got about that ten points of value. So I think it's a it's a safe one if he doesn't perform. He's probably on the higher side of the prices, so I can just go down to uh, a lower edge that's maybe shooting the lights out. Dewey, I think he's got heaps of value to make. Cleary, um, he's just he's my captain choice, so I'm going with him. Alamotti and Thompson, I'm excited about the big boys in my centres uh, <laughs> weapons. Uh, Thompson, there is the risk. Uh, Milne, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen there. So we'll just wait and see. You've got to take a few risks, don't you? Warbrick, Miller, and Perham. Perham? I've still got Perham oh, from uh, the Doggies. Yeah, I've, uh, I've just uh, – the Serraldo loves him. And also, Serraldo's running out of people to play in his 17. So he's, he might be safe to, to, to keep a spot <laughs> He could there. play lock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, that's probably where I could beef up. I have got also about 300K just with taking a couple of people out. Uh, said before on the bench, I've got Sutton. Uh, I've got Boyd there, uh, Dory, and Katoa. I'm still sticking with Katoa. There's a bit of talk in our chat. Uh, people are off him. I think he's going to be safe, but then he just has that upside. So it'll be interesting to see how much they use him. The last two edges at the Storm weren't massively attacking threats, were they? They just had to play their role in the team as well. So we'll see what happens there. Then I've got Tommy Talau, um, Katoa. I think he'll be a slow burn. I'm not expecting huge things from him, but he's just so cheap. And Jackson Ford, I could even put him up to play over Dury and Sean Bloor. So it's very heavy edges, value. I, I think the one change I really need to look at is using that 300K and beefing Perham up. Nice. So you got nice. 300K you're sitting on, Corby. Whoa. Yeah, I, I won't use it. As I said, it's been busy little afternoon. I'll sit down later tomorrow and just um, go through and mix the match because there's about sort of six fringes that I, I'm still interested in. I'd, I'd love to have them all in there, but <laughs> that's not how the game works. Hey, Corbs, how much money do you reckon you're going to save for round one in your bank? Depends. If I have the – yeah, because I have those two centres who are so cheap and my other centre is Talao. So I've always liked that strategy and it seemed to have worked the last few years. I haven't had any issues where I haven't been able to get people and I know last year that you and uh, TK didn't do that. So I've always aimed for about that 100K. I think last year I had about 90 and if I'm going the three basement price centres, it might have to be a strategy I'll have to employ again. Yeah, nice. I'm keeping 43, just in case we have to make a, a few different changes after round one. All right, I've got Harry Grant there at hooker. I'm going for the gun. I just think I'm just really falling in love with the gun hooker at the moment. Big mids, Carrigan, Tarpany, Haas. Haas to become captain once Cleary gets a round three by Liero and Hopgood. Similar to Andy, I did have Wilton and Katoa. I just think there is a lot other edges that can present value for round one. That will also help us to spread the cash into some other guns. Sammy Walker, that's my big pick of the year, so I'm going to back him and pair him up with my captain, Nathan Cleary. Katoni Staggs, as Andy just put all the things on the table, I think. The posts, second year post ACL, I think actually he's the best centre in that at that price. I don't want to spend anything above 550, but I also don't want to leave my backs too naked. Same as you, Isaac Thompson, we've all got the same fears that we could see him depart very very quickly in the season. I like Tommy Talao, another one with a jewel. Lachlan Miller, that's more following the pack. Will Warwick 
is in great form. 230k, I think he'll be in there for quite a while. Tanner Boyd providing some cover on the bench with uh, Cheese, Ford, Bloor. Really liking Bloor. I was going to suggest something to you, Andy. Mm. Replace Ford with Bloor, so then you've got Bloor, Dewey, and Talau together. Just a little bit of a superstition sort of thing. (laughs) But I've got Ford as well, Bloor, and then my cashies will be Dory, Katoa, Alamotti, and Khan Pereira. And I've got 43k left. I don't think I'm going to change that too much. I'm pretty happy. Sticking... I'm not going to, yeah, I've covered all bases. And it's a pretty strong squad, I feel, that has a lot of ability to cover different positions as well. well like interchange, there's a fair bit of points on that interchange bounce too, with uh, Boyd Smith and Ford. Yeah, so not too bad. I think I'll go hopefully, you know, touch wood, better than <laughs> I usually go on round one. That was actually marbly touched. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad omen? <laughs> Patty. All right, um... So I've only just made the adjustments literally like when I walked in the door here, but it, it's like the skeleton in the bone has, has been there for a while. So um, Brandon Smith as my hooker or hook is going to be Brandon Smith, so I haven't gone a gun. Um, I'm just going to follow the pack and get Brandon in there. Uh, so for my mids, I've got Carrigan, Cotter, and love interest Tino Fa'asua Malawi. I'm, uh, I've just got big things for him. I was really tempted to go Tarpany, but I just... I don't know. I just kind of thought they both got buyers. I know that Tino's going to head into Origin compared to Tarpany, but again, I just really think that Tino's going to do big things, especially to start the year. Uh, my edges, pretty much similar to you guys. I've got Hopgood and Katoa. Uh, for my halves, I've gone down from Heinz to Cleary and Dwayhe. Uh I've just really want some gun halves in there, and I think um, Dwayhe as well in for a a nice little uptick. Mm. So centers, I've got a nice balance. I think we spoke about this the other day. So I'm going Stags and Alamotti. Um, Stags just for that security. Also think that he's going to be in a bounce back, and I like him at that price. Uh, so my wing fullbacks don't laugh me out of the room, right? Like I had Walshy, and just as a panic right now, I just thought I would read something out. It is Ponga currently. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, you have to pick him. That one's got to be the funny man in the group. Right. Like in all honesty, I, I probably won't end up going with him. He was the exact same price as Walsh. So I just did it just so I could see what my team's going to look like. So it was Walsh, but it's currently sitting at Ponga, and knowing myself, it's probably going to say it's Ponga. But then it's Ponga Miller. So again, it's not great. Don't laugh at me. And then uh, Warbrick. So. If it was to be Walsh, which is now Ponga, I just like how that spend is. I actually think it's going to be quite a safe and secure back three. I also think there's potential upside. With Ponga, obviously, he's a massive risk. Um, and, yeah, like he, he definitely should be a, a void for most people, but I guess I'm not like most people. So if we take a look at my bench, we've got uh, Tanner Boyd, Stefano, Liero, and Ford. I just put Stefano in here now because I had 400K left over um, after dumping Nichols. So mm. that is TBC, but... I don't mind the look of Stefano. Uh, like I'm not crazy, um, crazy hot on him though. Just based on what it's going to look like when Bateman comes back, so that money will probably go somewhere else. Uh, and then my final four emergencies: you've got Camperera, Dory, Talau, and Bloor. Nice. Now I didn't put this in the sheet, boys, but let's go through around the table. Who is the player that you are most concerned about, Corby? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be Perham or to be Thompson, Isaac Thompson, Isaac. I've seen a highlights package of him scoring a lot. He got 20 tries or something. Um, I reckon I nearly watched all of them too. But he, he moves well. He finishes well. Mm. It's just how defensively he's going to come um, as a big man. They'll probably pepper him. And then also just, yeah, with the Milne factor, like does a coach want to go with Thompson or Milne? So, yeah, those two would be mine. But I reckon Perham will probably get punted soon anyway. Andy? Nah, no one, man. 
<laughs> nah, like I said, if I had to pick one, look, everyone obviously there's there's definitely injury clouds around Tommy Turbo, but I reckon my wish will come true and he'll have a uninjured season. No, I think he's going to be stellar, uh, but I think it'll be him. Look, naturally, I think his break even's forty four. Um, he could get forty four. He could get injured first round, get one point, but he also could get eighty. So there's definitely a risk there. I'm worried, but I'm just going to stick with him in my team. It just but, looks good with him, innit? But I reckon in terms of managing that risk of injury. Going with him from round one is your best bet because you're only going to burn that one trade. Because if you'd kind of try to follow him out after he pumps the doggies, mm. then all of a sudden he gets injured in kind of round three or four. Yeah, you get him in and out. Yeah, it's yeah, just, it's very it's, you may as well just get him from round but, one. I don't and mind that's why I don't. that's why I haven't got other players where if you listen to our winger and centre podcast, mm. there was that, are they going to play or not? That, that was that um, so job security lane. Yeah, you don't so, have to worry about that. And exactly you. that. And other players, I've, I can actually change it and pick less players that won't have job security. Yeah. So that, that's the other thing with Corb's mid-strategy that we never got to hear. <laughs> but it's, it's a uh, very... Wait, I have plenty of punters that understand exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. So that's the thing. Like, it's a 27-round season. Yeah. That's why I even think I might even... If I'm ever going to make a move here, it might be to maybe downgrade one of these guys and get a Tommy Turbo in for a job security because mm. I'm looking at my back line and I'm not liking it. It's, it's, it's look, ugly. Miller's probably the, the highest scorer there. Nah, Stagsy. Nah, oh, yeah, true. Miller won't score. He'll probably score negative Come playing on, for the Knights. Nice. Just leave, <laughs> hey, Pat, if you have found 100K, you could turn your Ponger into a Turbo. Just saying. You know what, boys? I might take, <laughs> I might take the punt on Tricky Trindle. Oof. I reckon Hines... They're downplaying it. I reckon Hines is getting downplayed. What's he? Is he uh, based on price? He, he was in my team the other day, TK. Is he two fifty? He's only twenty k more than Katoa, and he that, scores really well. Tricky's a hog, mate, and he loves kicking it. He's yeah. a big goal kicker. If you're going to take a pun on a cashy early on, like Hines might turn up in round two, but from kind of anything I'm hearing, it's a lot worse than what they're saying. Like you're saying with your calf injury, a lot of it, a lot of the half. What's their their main role? They're kicking the ball. You know, like the, the element for re-injury is pretty high. Mm. So you, you want to take it easy with him. And he did say on the radio, he said he doesn't want to risk it. It's early season. Why would he risk him tearing his calf even more? Yeah, that's one of those things. I don't trust Isaiah Katoa, that's for sure. He's only a young pup. Even though I love the way he plays, it's just like how much scoring is he going to be doing in the Dolphins. But, Pat, who is the player that you least trust? Can I just ask on Tricky, who would you get rid of in your... Is in the current team? Yeah. Isaiah Katoa. Katoa, mm. okay. So yeah, Katoa. He's, he's got a 48 average over the last three years at half. Katoa's not getting that. Mate, nah, Tri- Tricky know. can play. Trust. Yeah. Like, Souths are no, like, going to – they're no specials. Like, the Sharks can still win on Saturday. If anyone, Sean O'Sullivan's ma- making <laughs> Look, the most – I've just done it. He's in. Oh, I hate <laughs> the Sharks. And you know what? Well. I'm going to play him just to spite you guys. Look, he's in. Cap- captain him. Captain him. <laughs> a real big dickhead. Look, I'm telling you. We haven't dropped that word yet. I'm nah, surprised. Paddy. Right, well, the obvious one's Ponga. <laughs> um, All I right, mean, probably, next, next, next topic. Probably, yeah, no, I'll speak, like, I probably won't go with Ponga anyway, so it's pr- probably Tino because there's a big amount of cash tied up with him. Um, What's his price? He's at 771. Ooh. So he his price was bumped up. It was a little bit overinflated to what his average um, to what his average was. But even looking at it now, he's only got a 53 break even, and the more I look at that number, I I think against the Tigers, honestly, I think he's going to get in the 60s. Like, he's just... And also just looking at their makeup, 
is still the sole captain. Mm. So his minutes are going to be there and he's not playing lock. And again, like we kind of have a debate around, oh, it's just a number, the 13 or the 8. But his numbers from last year show categorically that he plays differently. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if he just gets stuck in or he just likes beating down on shit teams, which he did at the end of the year. But you know what? The Tigers, they're still the wooden spooners. They mm. might have recruited well and whatever. But I think that he's going to tear it up and he's going to blitz that break even. But there's still a risk, obviously, within him. And there's other options around that same price that's probably a little bit more stable. Hey, Eddie. You know, after he said Ponga, I switched off, and I've got no idea what he just said for the last minute. Look, I think you switched off. Tino, when, whenever there's mid-talk, it seems like TG switches off. <laughs> Come in with me on Tino. No, I think you're right boy. with the risk, though. Uh, like, yeah, 770 is a big price. I feel like Tarpany is probably going to score more than Tino. Tarpany. Would you say? Is it 20K more? I, I actually don't think so. Okay. Personally, like, what, what are we expecting on Tarpany? 60-plus? Like nah. So he's what he's going to I'm get not. Us. Maybe mid fifties. I'm actually considering so maybe is, getting rid of him. So he's yeah. So he's priced at mid fifty. Where, like, I think that Tino can go to the sixty plus. Why well, I do prefer the probably the Broncos pairs. They play extra game, and so does Cotter. I think that actually will make a difference come this first part of the season as well. And I suppose if you take away anything from that preseason, geez, the Raiders look terrible. You know, if, if they weren't good. Be, if that's the, the case... Yeah, I guess the Papa news, but with the Papa news, he's going to have to probably stomach all... Yeah, he definitely will. Just before we go to the next segment, so just ticket tick giveaway, guys. So we'll be drawing this tomorrow. So round one's just around the corner, as we know. Got an exciting giveaway, courtesy of our friends at B-Shore Financial. So we've got up for grabs two gold tickets to the debut match of the Dolphins, who are playing the Roosters at Suncorp Stadium on Sunday. So history in the making. Just head over to the Facebook page. I reposted it last night, or you'll find it from last week as well. So all you've got to do is like us and be sure financial. Share it with your mates and tag who you'd like to take to the game. It's pretty simple. So like I said, we'll be drawing the winner next, well, tomorrow. The 1st of March, and we'll let you know on the social media pages. But thanks again to the team at Be Sure Financial. If you do need finance for your next purchase, they're the guys to talk to. Benny, one of the lads there that owns the company, he is a listener of the show, loves his fantasy. So get involved, give him a buzz, and you can talk a little bit of finance and a little bit of footy. All right, boys, we went to the player that you saw most at risk. Who's the player you wish you had the balls to take in round one? Now, for me... It's Tommy Turbo, because I would love to have him. I just don't know. With all my bad starts of previous seasons, I think maybe I might need to just become conservative. Patty? It's Okay, go away. <laughs> Next, Corby. Yeah, I was with you, TK. I know I shit-talked him the other night, but Turbo, just uh, when are we looking back at those stats and he hasn't got over 48 outside his mega season in um, COVID ball? I'd, I'd love to have him in the back line there and – I could probably downgrade a Tarpany to a Hass and then bring him in for Perham. But, yeah, I just – watching that doco the other day, I think you commented in the chat. You're like, I'm getting turbo. I said, did you just watch the doco too? <laughs> Andy. So, yeah. I've, I've got the cojones for Turbs. Uh, look, maybe if I – getting another gun like Murray might be ballsy. No, yours would be Josh Hodgson. No, nah, I don't want him. No, no. Yeah, you do. No, no. He's got a very good play the ball off the ground now. He doesn't need to overplay his hand. Just a distributor. All right, I've got 400 okay. <laughs> Mate, it might fit. I still think that maybe you should get Trent Liero as your round-out player. Uh, a 380K gives me... 
Yeah, the other reason why I forgot to say, Katoa, I just didn't like having four Storm players in the team. That's another reason why. I was looking to offload one, and I just thought Katoa, because of his price and because of value around his price, was awesome. So I forgot to mention that. But boys and girls... Now, it's going to be interesting, this update, because we've lost Nico Hines. We've lost Reese Walsh. You know, they're falling by the... We've lost Luke Thompson. I'm not sure whose love interest that guy is. <laughs> but, Corbs, why don't you kick us off, mate? Have you changed your love interest, or where are we going at this stage, bud? Well, I've, I'm still on Paddy Carrigan. I've been pretty high on him this year, and I think he was tickling my fancy. Stefano in the first trial... Tried to crawl his way back into my life, <laughs> but then the uh, the overload of mids and his um he's he's just there, there in the sidelines. Can I mention honourable mention to young one Egan Butcher who has slowly working his way as a love interest because I like I like how he plays. So they're my two. Carrigan's still a top dog, but Egan Butcher is uh he's. Got interest. Well, I'm going to stay on the Roosters. I think it's skinny boy season, and I'm going I'm going Sam Walker. He doesn't get the love. Ooh, okay. And because I'm backing him, I just think, yeah, we just got a skinny boy. Yeah. Bit of hot boy summer. How many, yeah, how hot many, boy how summer. many goals is he kicking against the Dolphins? Eight. <laughs> At least. He might turn up. That's before half time. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. My love has grown even stronger. A stronger for Jermaine Hopkins. Oh, I knew this was <laughs> hey, look, look at that bench from Parramatta. There is not one lock uh, to save your life. So I actually think he, he could be in for an 80-minute lock roll. Uh, look, at, look at the minutes he played during trials. I think it was mm. like 72 minutes. Like It just gets stronger and stronger. I'll make love to you if you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine Hopkins. Do not mind it. Uh, do, we, do we guess... Well, he's going to say Callum Pelham. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's Tino. So he's oh, my Rissy oh, yeah, yeah. boy, but Tino is definitely my love interest. I've got him in classic. I've got him in both my drafts. I'm big on him. Um, again, I'm kind of basing it on a small sample size from last year. Uh, but he just looks busy. He looks aggressive. He looks super fit in that trial. Um, yeah, I'm keen on him. I reckon he's just going to rip in. Would your wife care if you grew a mullet? <sighs> Yeah, definitely. Lucky you've had two kids. Like, look at like look how manicured my hair is at the <laughs> <laughs> Now, thank you to everyone sending in questions. I know you, there's a stack of questions on here tonight. I'll try and answer that during work hours tomorrow. But anything that doesn't get answered, we'll probably throw a few Andy's way as well tomorrow because the boys will be out. What are you calling it tomorrow? Wacko, w- wacky Wednesdays. Wacky Wednesdays. Yeah, it's a good little show. Nice. Um, unveiling, unveiling the... Trap City bitch team. Yeah. So that's uh, pl- all the players you shouldn't or should pick, depending on if uh, you think they're a trap or not. Okay. Are you going? Uh, what are you going live tomorrow, or are you just going a record version? It depends on what what's. So I find out about work. So we'll find out. It'll be either live or we'll let you know midday what time the actual show will go on. Yeah, look out for that tomorrow. We'll be going five PM Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time and seven o'clock New Zealand with. All Blacks captain Sam Kane. So we'll be doing Team Doctor and Shooter, who's going to be very excited to be joining me on that because he's his Kiwi countryman. And also Riley will be joining me on that one as well. But, Paddy, we're up to audience question time, my man. We've got a few crackers there tonight. Where are we kicking off? So, uh, Payota Te Oka to Corby. Thoughts on Wade Egan playing 70-plus minutes with no Lussick or whether that makes him relevant? 
Shooter, shooter's coming up again. I feel like he's whispering in my ear, so don't you talk him down again, Corby. <laughs> uh, I, just looking at Egan, I just don't know if there's enough value there to pick him. Like He's had the big minutes in the past. He's had the opportunity for the big minutes. In 2020, he had the 41 average for uh, playing at hooker. Then 47, it was a little bit better in 2021, but last year, 42, and he had a heap of games. I think he's had eight games there where it was 80-plus minutes, or sorry, 70-plus minutes. So I just... The, the highest score he had there last year was a 65, but then all the rest of them out of 59, but then all the rest of them were sub 50. So I just don't, I don't know where where this is talking. I think it's the the hype of the big pack, and he's going to have a bit more uh, to work with. I I'd prefer cheese. I think cheese is a safer option, but mm. not for me. I think I'm just adding to it as well. Anytime there's like an underrated hooker list or something comes out, Wade Egan always gets mentioned. So maybe yeah. that kind of just... It's because of Shooter. Shooter yeah, just well, keeps talking him up. That's even, why. Like, even if he's a good player, which, you know, he's a pretty decent, no, he's a player, decent doesn't, player, doesn't mean that it translates to, to fantasy, you know, so... No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it was a 45 average, show for those plus 70 minutes last year, which is not too bad, but he's priced at 40, so... Mm. You're not getting a lot of value when you've got um, Cheese, who safe, but a lot of upside, and then obviously Boyd, the other two. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, same punter asking a question to Andy, uh, Lero or Katoa, who are you guys picking? I uh, know Shoot's not on him either. I, I just sort of didn't like the... I'm on, on, sorry, on Katoa. I'm going to pick Loyero. Loyero? Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, he's 60k cheaper, so you can definitely spread that along your, uh, amongst your team a little bit better, I'd say. And you look back in the history there's of the actual Storm Edges, and they're not really gun scorers. I know um, the uh, Kenny Bromwich had a decent sort of season every now and then, but I just feel like they're just, like you said, Tigger, do they just do their job? You know, so I'm thinking Leoro is a bit cheaper, and Katoa, he's been in and out of the starting side from, from um, the Warriors, so I don't know if it's whether it's his attitude or someone they just don't like it, or I don't know. I just feel like a bit more confident with Leoro. Yeah, fair enough. Good call. Uh, Leanna Mills to TK. Green ticks all around, baby. Center position is just killing me. I've got Talal, Thompson, <laughs> Hammer, Alamotti. They're okay at center, but it's the riskiest position in terms of someone not getting named. Is it worth the risk for the extra dosh up in the mids and halves, or am I in for trades and pain? Won't catch the pod. I'll be at preseason training myself, so rip in with some nice narratives to jump on and happy TLT. Yeah, happy TLT to you, one of the regulars. Absolute legend, Leanna. Now, for me, you know the strategy I'm taking. I think you need at least one good centre or wing fullback because you just looked so naked just, like, leaving it there. Like, the chances of maybe them all getting dropped at the same time, I think we're taking maybe drastic sort of risk approach. But it's still, an op- it's still a chance of happening. So I think it's one of those things, just instead of playing catch-up all the way, maybe in round four or five, like Andy done, I actually really like what he's done and brought in two guys that I think will be there for the majority of the season. And it's up to you. when You're going to be trading him out. At least you're going to be having a high value. They're going to trade to other guys with positional security. So I think it's one of those things. Don't You don't have to follow the pack in everything. Just get a couple of good mids and a good hooker, and I think that will do you well at the top of your team. And then maybe get at least one good either center or wing fullback that you know has a lot of security. Yep. 
I like that. Agree with that. Uh, I'll, I'll read your one out for you, Patty. <laughs> Andy Tran. He wants to know best option out of Egan Butcher, Wilton, RFM, and Corey Harawira Naira. Andy, I thought this was such a great question. Um, so I think Egan potentially has the biggest floor as well as ceiling. Mm. Um, but out of those four, the only two I've actually considered coming in and out of the team has been between Butcher and Wilton. Um, for RFM, like he's got pedigree. Um, but his role still isn't 100%, so it kind of looks like he's floated between edge and, and middle. I don't know how these um, middle injuries are going to affect that, though. If anything, they might rely on him more to come into the middle. Um, and for CHN, I mean, he is a roller coaster. I've been an owner in the past, and even with a stable starting role, he's been a roller coaster. But let's just throw him in Ricky, and I mean, who knows what's going to happen on a week to week basis? You know, this week it's going to be Corey Harrell Naira, next week it's going to be Corey Horsburgh. Like, yeah. honestly. So I think if you were really keen on them, um, I mean, the most data we have is probably on Wilton, but. Realistically, at the moment, my team has none of them because I just think that there are cheaper options out there. But if you had to go one and you're really keen on one, I, I think Wilton is looking at the safest option. Boys, just touching on Egan Woodchar, because, you know, the Roosters for the last couple of years have had Angus Crichton and Statili Tupanua. Yep. Now, but how sexy does the two Butcher brothers being left-right combination? They are fantastic players. Yeah, and I actually think, despite the fact Angus Crichton being such a sensational player... I like the combo of him, Andy. Well, he's just a he's a workhorse, Egan, isn't he? Every Both time, of them, mate. every time yeah. he had his opportunity last year, he actually just took it and ran. So he took the bull by the horns, as they say. Mm. So I feel like he's a quality player, great for draft if you pick him up. Uh, I just think, what's his price? It's like five hundred. He's five, yeah, very similar to Wilton, yeah. right? Because he played so well last year, had a couple of games in there filling in for uh, either Tupanua or Crichton. He's actually priced himself out of that sort of value pick. Yeah. Um, so look, yeah. and you and, can only pick two roosters, really. And, yeah, and, the, and there's also the weight of uh, Wong on the in the reserves. So yeah, there is that. Like people were touting him to get that edge spot. So, but I really like him. I, I like the butcher others. The yeah, interesting. Wong got put on the. He's in the extended. Yeah, he's in the extended. Yeah. yeah. The biggest injustice with Egan is that the bloke's been playing off the bench. Like, why is he an edge? Like, why isn't he a mid? Because like, he's a little mid, I think. Because he kind of fits in between that kind of agility for the mm-hmm. edge. But probably too small to be a starting mid. Like a Sorensen. So he's kind yeah. of in that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably no, a pretty of, good. I would just think that description. The app, yeah, I just think that the app would have him as mid. Like that's his role that he plays off the bench. He doesn't come off the edge and plays. Because I heard this interview from where Hargraves, and he goes, because they used to call themselves Watson and Egan used to call themselves the little props, <laughs> and he used to laugh at them, <laughs> and he wanted to fight them. <laughs> Cobbs, any any before we keep moving on, Egan Butcher. Butcher, yeah, I'm just looking at him, mate. I'm massive on him. He's got a 57 average from his 61 minutes for games over 50 minutes. I just chucked in before because his points per minute's about or 0.95, but mm. that takes into a lot of smaller um, stints off the bench. But when you look at his bigger games, I mean, he only because he only had the one game at locks. So I was like, I'll increase the search a little bit, and um, he's one game at second row last year, 63 from 70 minutes. So, yeah, he, he's. He's probably the first drop uh, when I'm looking at changing my team because I like him. Like in terms of Katoa, could I maybe not go all the way to Turbo, get a nice winger fullback, and upgrade Katoa to a butcher? Because when he's got his price around that 39, he's got yeah a good 20. He could could have a good 20 points. So I'm saying he could nudge a 60. Yeah, I rate him. 
Big call by Corbs. Cool. Let's keep moving. Yeah, let's keep it on uh, on you, Corby. Ryan Nelson is Nelson Asafa Solomona a genuine pod option? Oh, I guess every, anyone's a pod option if you want to go. <laughs> if they got low ownership, <laughs> whether well, is, is, is he a good one? Uh, I, I just think because he's got that mid, it's either go the big dogs so that have probably got the same value, or then you go to the value bot, like he's in that awkward in between. Then you got Hopgood, uh, Sutton, Ford as the lower one. So I just think he, his price is there's not enough value in it because you, everyone's getting really excited about that score in the second trial game where he had 11 tackle busts and had a, a try and 78 points. He's not getting that every time. So, and, and in a trial, like you look at his stats. It's a bit of an outlier, those tackle breaks. He has done it twice for those two big scores last year, a 10 and a 12 tackle breaks for a 69 and 83 score. But usually it's down around that three to four, if not less. So I think outlier, trial, He obviously Welch didn't know the rules, but Nelson did with the offloads. He, he chucked a few of them in there too. Yeah, nice one, Corbs. Uh TK, Hugo Foster, who to sw- who should you swap Reese Walsh for? Andy, what did I just do? He's Captain Trindle and his team. <laughs> <laughs> leave it, leave it. <laughs> All right, for Reese Walsh, I reckon if you've got big dick energy, you're upgrading to Turbo. If you've got little dick energy and you're conservative, you're downgrading to Lachlan Miller. I <laughs> love that call out. That's such a good call out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh. <laughs> that's a fair one. Uh, Jacob Russell for Andy. Do you see any surprising bench rotations that could provide extra minutes for other players? Yeah, I've got three here. One's an obvious one. Uh, Hopgood. Not like I said no locks on the bench. I feel like he's in for a massive role. Really, really surprising that thirty-two percent ownership. I don't know if everyone everyone's living under a rock, but that should be a hundred. Tell me I'm wrong. That should be a hundred. He should be in everyone's starting team, and I'm glad that that is not. I think so. Don't do it. He, Look, anti-pot him. Do whatever we need to do. Uh, another one, Sean Kepi. Two props on the bench. We've got Weeks and Benny Ben Turbo. So that's two props in, uh, I think it is Aloy, Aloy, and yep. sorry, Josh Olay, Olay. Aloy, eh? Oshay Olay. Oshay that's the one. Um, and there's an... Sipley, I think it is. And Sipley, yeah. So that's only two props to go around. So even if, um, what was it, Ethan Bullimore? Yeah, it's Ethan Bullimore. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so Bullimore. Ethan Bullimore has played, did play lock in the trials uh, in round one of the trials. You reckon that might change, though? Yeah, possibly. Either way, you've still got two props there and Weeks and, and Turbo. Like, that's just some great minutes. And he, he needs a break in of 21. So that's mm. 302K. I feel like he's going to get some good minutes. For middle talk- forward, yeah. Yeah, and we talked about him before, um, Cohen Hess. I just feel like he could get some, some more minutes as well, possibly 80 minutes with no cover on the bench. Um, we'll see what happens a little bit closer to uh, the, the actual day they play. But, yeah, those three there, those are the ones I've sort of seen. Nice. Oh, this is Pat. Chris John, how does Luke Thompson's injury likely affect the doggies? Will Pele get increased minutes? And is he worth looking at, Pat? Yeah, so with Pele, like, I think job security is probably his biggest one because he's got security until TPJ's back and we're still not 100% sure what's going on, right? Like, it's only, at the moment, it's three weeks, I think they're saying. So yeah. if he comes back in, like, he still might hold a spot because they've got rookies on that bench. Um, I, I think there are other options at the same price that probably present a little bit more value and we've kind of spoken about a lot of different options in 
at that 230 to 250k mark. Um, so for me, the big one, you know, just overarching on that dogs pack, the biggest beneficiary is Ryan Sutton, I think. So Corb's already kind of covered that off. Um, so I'd be more interested at Ryan Sutton than Pele. But again, if you're keen on Pele and you like what he's done in New South Wales Cup and he's got a big motor, um, you know, I, I just don't see how many minutes they're going to use him for. I don't know if he's going to provide the value that you're chasing. And again, there are, there are other options at the price that I think are more more stable. So, yeah, that's that's me. Nice. Uh, Corbs, Isaac, Martel, thoughts on Jackson Ford ca- to cash down from Gardner, then to upgrade CNK to Sunya to River? Yeah, the so I've got Gardner... Projected for about a 45. That might be a bit generous, actually. About 12, we'll go 43, 10 points value. And CNK, he's got maybe a 35 average, which could be generous, but it, it depends if he hits the lights out. When he first came to Canberra, he had a almost a 40 average, but then he really dropped back down, lost a bit of form, and then uh, got punted back to the Warriors. He has about nine points value. And then if you go the Ford, who's dual, I've got him about 17 points value. I've got a projected about 40. He had two good scores in the trials, a, a 40 and a 46. Yep. And then Taruva. Taruva, I've, I've got him at a 35 average. I just, I'm a bit nervous about him. I know he's going to a Panthers side, but I just don't know how well he's going to score. So if I was you, um, I would just sit, you could just sit on the Garner and Chance Nickel Clockstad and just see how the Taruva or the Ford perform. But in terms of value and points scored, it's very, very similar. It's probably Garner and CNK that are just outweighing it. Uh, they'll score a few more points. So, yeah, I'd probably just stick with that and because um, those two are a lot safer. Because the Ford one, I'm just not sure if Curran's going to chew into that as well, how much. So I would sit and wait and see what they're, both their roles are for Ford and Taruva, sit on the first two. So, Diz, was Taruva right or left? Was that name? What was the name? Oh, they didn't say anything. I didn't say, okay. But you would assume. They didn't, but yeah. you would have to assume he's right. Mm. And Togo, Togo goes back to his natural. Yeah, left. The other thing with, uh, with Taruva is, again, just because he's gone to the Panthers on the wing, you know, Charlie Stans was also a winger at the Panthers. He wasn't exactly a <laughs> fantasy Machine. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, actually, yeah, but, like point. it's just it's just true. You know, you kind of get blindsided. And yes, it's like oh well, Taylor May did so well. Well, you know, he did switch to the left, mm. and he also has a natural fantasy game. So just take that. I'm, and again, I don't really know much about Taruva, so maybe he does have everything needed to to excel in that system. But again, risky. He wouldn't, yeah, he's risky, and he's and he's pricey. Yep. Uh, so over to TK. Uh, Callan Anderson, any value in Bryce Cartwright at 250k? I just think that he might. You think Ryan Madison and Sean Lane are both out. Given his versatility to play a number of positions, he'd probably be the likely guy to go back to the bench first. You've got Bloor at 250, Preston at 230, Dory at 250 that I think present a little bit more value. Wouldn't surprise me if Preston starts as well. I think that's gonna, that can be a game day decision that we can make to get him in if we see him late into the starting lineup as well. With Brycey. Obviously, you know, his best years were probably in the under-20s in his first year of first grade. So he's got bits and pieces, but I just don't think in terms of a fantasy value, even at 250, doesn't it? I don't think it should interest you. Yep. Very fair. Uh, Andy, Ash, Poi Poi, still going with Tommy Talao now that he's being listed to play? 
I feel like that's more of a reason to go with him. Um, <laughs> has DPP, uh, 250k. Uh, I feel like he could get a good combo up with uh, either Brooks or, or Dewey. Or Dewey. Um, and it's great cover for your team. doesn't break the bank. I just feel like he's probably got some good job security out of, mm. out of all these um, players that we sort of mentioned earlier. So, yeah, nah, I'm still going with him. Nice. TK. All oh, right, sorry, Patty. Just keep brushing you like this. I keep seeing Knights right. questions, and I just don't want to ask. Yeah, them. I know, well, mate. Does Jaden Bradley play eighty minutes for the Knights, Pat? And does or does Phoenix Crossland take some minutes from him? Astute observation. I mean, judging by the bench, I'd probably say no. Um, but in saying that, I still think he's going to play seventy minutes. Like, I still think that his minutes are there. Maybe not eighty every week. Um, it's either that or O'Brien just carrying. Crossland for, for no reason, really. Like, he might just play no, no minutes. So, uh, to answer your question, no. I don't think he's going to play 80, just based on that bench makeup. He's probably got more chance of playing 80 once Elliot is starting at lock, and Man is the 14. Um, so, 3 to 80, if you are interested in him. Oh. Uh, going to... to Jaden. Jaden Clark. Fanor Brown... Thoughts on a potential cash grab, also really considering Tuolungi and think that with his easy draw can be a nice point, a pod point scorer. Nah, I was just looking at um, Tuolungi again, just got him back up. Had a really good year last year, as the Cowboys did. Uh, made his origin, so y- you think he's going to be out for origin again. Uh, they have got a good run early, but he was scoring at a 0.7 strike rate last year. His uh, attacking stats, he had average three tackle busts a game. So he's got some good attacking stats, had a good year, average of 37, he's priced at the 37. So I just, I don't know, I think if you're going to go an outside back similar, um, you would try and go up to, if you can, just a Toto or a Turbo, who at least have got some upside. And with Fatamanu Brown, I feel... I've already talked about him, but he was priced pretty much where he's at. He had the 33 average. He's just below where he's priced. I think it's only because he was named. And this was at a 51-minute average too. So it's not like he was playing small minutes. I'd be surprised if he plays 50 minutes and he's got the same price tag or average as his price is. Mm. So... That's a bit of a dampener on both of your questions there, mate. But um, good luck this year. <laughs> good one to finish. Uh, TK, Joseph Smith, uh, Trent Liero versus Jackson Ford. Yeah, I think both, considering both are under 400k, both presenting value. Liero, 45 average in these four games on edge. What I really love, great preseason, full preseason, and he's also going to be lining up on the left edge with money. So I think he's going to have plenty of opportunities. I am expecting probably Chris Lewis might take some minutes probably towards the end of the game from him. So probably somewhere between that 60 to 70 minutes, I think he'll play on the reg. I do expect somewhere to average between that 42 to 45. So I'm expecting big things out of Trent Liero. So good cashy there. Jackson Ford as well. Love the duel. Trial form is someone I think Corbs did it say before. Trial form has been great in the 40s. Jewel, again, I'm anticipating probably 60 minutes from him. I do expect Curran to come onto the edge. Murata to the middle. So there's no one else that could probably play edge. So he might play some big minutes, but at least 60. I do expect, like Corbs, probably a low 40 score. Plenty of value there. So I'll be picking up both of them, Joe. Yeah, nice one. And uh, round us off is Alex Anthony to Andy. Pick two out of Cotter, Carrigan, and Burden. He's got good positional coverage for mid and half, so that's not a big issue. 
Uh, I think there's plenty of value in Cotter and Carrigan. So I know Burton has a good boot, but especially with the um, the injury plague that the Bulldogs have, I just don't see them having a good start to the season. And I don't see um, Burton get that attacking upside that he usually has and gets all these points from. So Cotter and Carrigan, uh, I think there's plenty of value there. And I'm actually thinking about getting Cotter back into my team. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> awesome. I think that's the last question for the night, right, Pat? Yeah, mate. Awesome. Well, I know that there's, there's like 111 questions on the Facebook live feed, so we'll get through that tomorrow. I'll give Andy a few. You're going to be answering a few questions on air tomorrow. Yeah, I've got a course on so, as hell. So, be- so what you're saying is you're not. <laughs> no, no, no. Get I mean during the tomorrow. new show, the wacky. Oh, have you yeah. got time to answer oh, yeah, a few yeah. questions on that? Oh, maybe? yeah, for sure. Actually, we'll do that. We'll answer that if we can push our 30 minute show to a 45. We can just leave towards the you're end. You're not maybe. doing 45. So no, 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 I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. We'll get them through. The ones we haven't answered there tonight, we'll definitely get them through. Just remember, Andy's show will be back Wacky Wednesdays. Not sure if it's live yet, but we'll let you know during the day. Sam Kane on at 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Thank you, everyone, that's leaving Spotify and Apple reviews. Really appreciate that. Everyone that's bought the textbook, thank you. That was a big project over the preseason, so we've raised some money. Probably going to close that down, and we've raised about 1500 bucks for Bowel Cancer Australia as well. So thank you to everyone that's contributed to that. Boys, round one is uh, nearly here. Patty, thanks for your essay this today. <laughs> we'll have to I'll, make it, I'll make it punch in next week. There'll be less movement. <laughs> we wanted to have a break and then do three teams, come in, and then come back again. <laughs> Corbs, thanks for not bringing up that mid-strategy. I can if you want or you've got time. I'll do it on tomorrow, <laughs> Wacky Wednesdays. Actually, I haven't, been, I, haven't been, I haven't been sleeping that well, mate, so just give me a couple minutes. <laughs> And Eddie, <laughs> looking forward to you, Robbo, and Cole ripping in, mate. Sounds look, like look, some interesting things you've got. Yeah, looking forward on. to it. Just a bit of fun. Uh, I'm going to try and keep that fun throughout the season. Doesn't keep, sound like you, mate, at all. Keep it real wacky. So. <laughs> you going to the game on Thursday? I can't. Oh, I'm, you got a night shift. Yeah, unfortunately. I might actually have gotten out of it, so we'll see. I might be able to watch it at work. While cool. Paid. Hey, all. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, that's checked it out live on Facebook or a little bit later on the audio. I really appreciate you tuning in. We've got plenty more shows to come. We'll do a live Q&A from 6.30 also on Thursday prior to the first game. So join us then. Jakey, Riley, myself, Sean, We'll all be on deck for that one. Sunday with the Kiwis. I really like what the boys are doing in that one. So make sure you check out that one as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is us for tonight. And we'll check you with two shows tomorrow. See you later. See you viewers and listeners.